Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Not-So-Brief History of Disney World. Make sure to share the podcast and tune in each week for a new episode. New episodes will be uploaded every Sunday. Today's episode will be part one of a four-part series on the history of Epcot. To all who come to this happy place, welcome. Welcome aboard the Walt Disney World Express Monorail, our highway in the sky to the Magic Kingdom. Yesterday, Disneyland and the New York World's Fair. Tomorrow, a project so vast, it has already been called a whole new Disney World. In 1982, the second park opened at Disney World. Epcot was designed keeping in mind Walt's original plan for the experimental prototype community of tomorrow. But as in our second episode, we will be going back in time to before the opening and looking into the early development and planning of Epcot. In 1966, Walt Disney released a film titled The Epcot Film. This film outlined the plan and overall layout of the city slash community. Epcot would be unlike any other project that Disney had ever ta- undertaken. Disney would build a dome around the, uh, around the city to control this cl- to control the climate. This was no normal city though. Disney decided to build a city that would have a central hub that would sprawl out into the shape of a wheel. The city would have an alternate alternative transportation similar to uh, the people movie people mover and the monorail. The transportation would stem from the hub and go through the different sections of the city. At Disneyland, the first rendition of the People Mover was already in use. This now extinct attraction only showed a 5 8 scale model of the planned People Mover for Epcot. You can still ride a People Mover in Tomorrowland and Disney World, however, it is still just a scale model and different from what it would have looked like in Epcot. The different sections included a business and commerce section, a high-density apartment section, the broad greenbelt and recreation area, and the low-density residential streets. You may be wondering now about other ways of transportation. Disney made sure to have the ability for cars and trucks to drive through the city. The roads for these personal vehicles would be under the pedestrian level to keep people safe. There would be multiple levels for different types of vehicles to drive. For example, a truck delivering products to a store would use a different level than a family car driving to their home. Epcot would feature a wide diversity of experiences. There would be many different business centers, including a 30-floor convention center, where stores and even streets would fill the business and commerce section. The apartment section was the more urban housing area and would feature many apartment buildings to uh, to house many different residents. This area was right by the Greenbelt section. The Greenbelt section would include a vast array of fields and parks. This area would have schools, churches, and much more. Uh, the Greenbelt and um, section would um, be like serve as the a centralized area for kids and adults to be able to come and socialize. Um, this section would most benefit from the idea of the climate control and the underground network of roads. The last section would be the residential area. 
This would be a ne- network of suburban-type neighborhood- neighborhoods that would border the many parks, fields, and schools of the Greenbelt sections. The city would feature many different nighttime experiences. Theaters and restaurants would line the streets to allow people to experience a great night on the town. One of the most futuristic and amazing aspects of the city was its climate-controlled environment. The city would be artificially climate-controlled and would and it could be sunny during a hurricane. And basically what I mean by that is in Florida, obviously, they got a lot of rains and even some um, severe hurricanes. But inside of Epcot, um, Disney, you know, didn't necessarily have a way, but they had a way in, uh, had a plan in works to make this area climate controlled. And um, so technically, yes, it could be sunny in there during a hurricane, or it could tech, it could also just be cloudy and blocked from all the rain and debris flying by. Um, and the city was also environmentally friendly before the idea of climate control was in the mainstream. The transportation would be electric. And when I say like environmental, yes, it would be close to as, you know, environmental as anything was back then. So not very, um, but knowing that Disney would have kept this if it was made, would have kept this going, um, that by now they would have the technology to make this place self-sufficient and off the grid. If you've ever been to Disney World, you probably noticed the multiple solar panel fields. And um, I think that Disney could use this technology to make Epcot fully off the grid um, by now. After all, it is the community of tomorrow. And um, the idea of, you know, Clean energy is the uh, is, is a very not futuristic but an idea that would help tomorrow. Um, when Disney passed away in 1966, the original plan was scrapped due to the fact that the company believed they couldn't run the city without Walt. But years later, a much different Epcot opened. This Epcot kept the original idea in mind. And in fact, the world's showcase that we know that is in Epcot today was very similar to something you could have found in the original experimental prototype community of tomorrow. The Epcot project was kept in the shadows for years, but then it was announced that it would become a fully functional theme park. The plan for the theme park outlined the different worlds and lands you could find in the park. The plan included Future World and World Showcase. In 1982, a new horizon was just around the corner. It was announced that Epcot would be opening on October 1st, but instead of the name Epcot, it would be named Epcot Center, which um, we would la- we'll le- later learn that that Epcot Center was shortened back to Epcot. Um, so make sure to tune in to uh, next week's episode as we dive into the opening and early years of Epcot Center. Alright, that's it for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed and I hope you learned something new. On next week's episode, we will be looking at Epcot Center in the 80s. As always, make sure to share, follow, or subscribe and tune in every Sunday for a new episode. Have a zippity-doo-dah day.